Hey, what's up? Hey, this is Stevie. And it's Ethel. And this is Apologies Now. Um, we took a break, and we had to take a break because we were physically both gone. Yes. And then we were back, and we were busy. Yeah, and here we are. Um, where were you? you Bro. Tell me. We were rolling yesterday um, in that brown belt. <laughs> okay. So I, my, my knee has been sore from rolling with Gil yeah. probably a month or two ago. It's been kind of sore, especially it aches when I sleep. Right. Um, and it's kind of the interior ligament or something on the inside of my knee that's, that bothers me. Even to the touch, if one knee touches the other, it bothers me. But um, anyway, so we were, I was rolling yesterday with that brown belt from Lodi, mm-hmm. Lodi California. And uh, he put me in a lockdown on that right leg, mm-hmm. and my leg popped. I heard the knee go pow. Uh, and I said, wait a minute, did you hear that? And he said, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, but it kind of feels good. Better now? It's still sore, but it kind of felt, is that weird? You're the doctor. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> it kind of feels better now. Better? Yeah, but it's still sore. But not uh, weird? Uh, yeah. Also, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um is it feeling better yeah I, it's just sore shit okay let me tell you more to come on that i'm kind of curious what you're feeling like yeah they just it, it is sore but you know we with with jujitsu and we i know we talk about that incessantly but with jujitsu our shoulders hurt my elbows hurt my hands hurt my my knees yeah and it's just part of the game but i'm not it's like if if you were promised to be good at jujitsu, would you give up the ability to look over your right shoulder? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, yeah, I know. that's, that's, that's kind of what, what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Um, yeah, my whole body's kind of aching today. I think mine is more, uh, I, don't, I haven't gotten any injuries. I think it's more just, uh, it's a different uh, stress on your joints than like lifting weights or it's running. It's different. I don't know. It's different because you don't know what, how you're going to be bent or what you're pushing it's or a what weird you're ligament thing like you know how when you lift weights your muscles hurt obviously you're sore right. uh if you run your uh specifically for me i've got metal in my ankle my joint will hurt you know if i run too much with this it seems to be more like a lower level joint pain but it's more towards the muscle it's like your tendons and ligaments are all like i stressed, think you're right you know um yeah. And I think it's strengthening them, though, as long as you do it within reason. Yeah, I, I think. I don't believe that you have to get immobility and injuries with this. I, I really, know, I know. I'm being silly. No, no, no. Well, you've, you've also beat your body up over a lifetime I have. of combat sports. I beat, so myself, it's I beat myself. I have. You know? Speaking of combat sports, I, yeah. I know um, you were in Atlanta this weekend, but they had a conflict MMA card at the Bell Auditorium. Yeah. And, um, you know, our staff sure did but our staff with a drenched hydration we actually offered uh doing all the fighter physicals and blood pressures and and to make sure that they're ready to to compete that that evening sure um of which you know so i get a a, a bird's eye view of everybody that competes right and uh what a card i was i i've done this my whole life but uh i so you've got to do this has to be something for me to really take note tune in yeah bro faglers yeah i don't know good. what i don't know what they have in the water over there they but those good. guys they turn out champs they were on i mean i you know you know better than four me. of I just them saw the four highlights. ko's 
but they were at it. They were at it. Let me tell it. you that yeah. there's one. They have a guy. The, the two of the their main fighters, Quincy and Malcolm Wellmaker. Um, Quincy, is, I didn't know this. What they're both so solid, but I wanted to. I want to shout out to. Is he a lanky, tall? No, Quincy's thicker. He's a wrestler. He's actually the wrestling coach at Augusta Christian. Okay. I had no idea. Okay. Um, he's just so respectful, and he's such a good fella. Um, he's he's they're truly both of them it's it's a failures thing right. i don't know how to explain it it's a failures thing right. they know how to turn men into men into sure. real men and, and like with respect and, and humility and uh and they can fucking fight too right well that speaks to i think jason's like that so maybe yeah. it trickles down you well, know? Ja- jake jason alex mm-hmm. um Joel, the daddy's like that. The daddy's the, the, the daddy. They call know. him Pops. Sure. You talk about he's the real dude, yeah. man. He, yeah. he turns them out. I, I got to yeah. hand it to him, Jake. Yeah. Um, they, they do it. Joel is, I'm very, I'm probably closer with Joel, but I just want to speak for, you know, Malcolm and, uh, and Quincy. They call him Q. Uh, wow. What a performance. So of all the guys that came in for their, for their blood pressures and for their physical, mm-hmm. there's this one guy mm-hmm. And he was a bike fella. He was built like a brick shit house. He okay. didn't have a he didn't he didn't have a neck. His his head was firmly on his shoulders. Right. This guy I've seen I've seen fighters my whole life. This guy had my attention straight from Africa. Okay. He was a, he was when I say African he was African. He was African. Okay. He's fighting in North Carolina, and he had my attention because I know these guys will put on a show, and right. I'm kind of good at seeing if the yeah. guys are just false sense of bravado. Mm-hmm. This dude was sure of himself. How do you do? He got knocked out. Quincy knocked him out, uh, and I'm okay. telling you, it wasn't it. There was that wasn't an easy fight. Nobody's asking for easy fights. Sure. These are wars. Sure. It was. I got. I enjoyed that so much seeing that. Right. Talk about real, real fights. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Yeah, I. Uh, that's one of the few. I Sometimes I won't, I won't say anything if sure. I don't say anything. Sure, sure, but, sure. Yeah, is that you? Yeah, that is me. Um, anyway, I had to say that. No, no, that's good. We. Uh, ate a 15 course meal in atlanta tell me where you went went to a place called georgia boy it's the tasting room in a restaurant called southern bell in midtown uh off of ponce um what'd you spend i think it was a couple hundred bucks a head that's not okay not too bad with yeah. wine um you i've been worse than that here yeah yeah, yeah. with wine i have i've out of yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was good. I mean, it was, uh, you know, I, the it wasn't enough food. I didn't drink that much. You know, you know how it is. They give you little sips of wine. But the next day, I still didn't feel well. And my wife was just like, we didn't really, why, why do we feel this way? Now, it's it was because of the fact that, A, we don't drink that much. But, B, we drank a little bit of wine and ate even less food. You know what I mean? Right, when you right. go to those places, like you, you get 15 bites of food out of 15 quarters. Yeah, meal, I'm still hungry. Were you still hungry? hungry. That's bullshit. Yeah, but I, the, so I thought about it on the ride back, and I was like, why do we do this? And and I was talking to my dad about it, and we were laughing about it. And, you know, it, it gives you... After you left Five Guys? <laughs> um, I got to tell you something about Five Guys. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, but uh, well, I'll tell you, there's a Five Guys in Spain. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, Zikraf was there recently. He was like, hey, we're But they serve tortillas? So, no, apparently it was exactly like here and very consistent. <laughs> so good. Which speaks to something. You got to, you know? So good. Uh, that's like McDonald's shit, you know, when everything tastes the same all across but the entire world. But that tastes so good. Um, anyway, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that um, my 
you know, our kids were not with us, but when we were in the Dominican Republic last year, uh, M, our teenager, we had her go to one of those kinds of things also. And she wasn't particularly keen on it because I told her, I'm like, you don't get to pick what you eat. Um, they just decide what they're going to present to you. You took him to? Not to this, okay. not, not this weekend. But All my right. point is, I was sitting there thinking about why do people do this? And, and it gives you exposure um, to whatever, which means that you get accustomed to eating whatever, which makes life easier if you decide to go travel in other parts of the world. Right. Um, and also breaks down, I think, prejudices. You know, my dad and I were sitting there talking about that you've got this thing in your head that I don't like seaweed or whatever it is. Right. I don't like this and that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you've got this master chef that... Yes, you, you do. That you do like it. You just haven't... You know, I I'm just so close-minded to dude, tasting you eat, stuff. You eat anything. I've seen you eat whatever. What do you mean? I'm just the vegetables, hot... You don't like well, hot, I don't like hot vegetables. He gave us one plate that had flower petals on it. Oh, cool. With some sort of pine nut i think with like a peach paste and some sort of protein and all of it together if you scoop it all up is like one spoonful of food right it's got to all be together fantastic and it has to all be together but anyway it was it was really good i I enjoy it um i hear uh the folks at cork and flame are doing something similar um now at some point you know i think think they have a new additional restaurant i've yet to go I haven't been there in over a year. The middle room they've turned into turned into some type of a special yeah, yeah. something so, something. Um, I wonder if you're still hungry when you leave there. <laughs> the, that, that that kind of thing irritates me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're paying for the experience and not the calories, basically. Yeah. You know. Um, I did want to say, you know, we haven't talked much since I came back from uh, Utah. Tell me about that. Um, Utah the highlights. Yeah. So it was a two two and a half week trip. All of us. Plus my in-law, all of us, like all six, you know, me, my wife, four kids, plus my in-laws, flew into Salt Lake City, very cool city. Um, I don't like Utah's alcohol laws. Did y'all convert to Mormonism while you were there? I didn't. I didn't. But they they run the state. Uh, The alcohol laws are whack. I mean, it it was interesting. Does Morgan like your new wives? (laughs) I just settled on boyfriends. <laughs> boyfriends. So, um, but as no, you and me. I, uh, that's right. <laughs> um, I, the, the laws over there are such that it made me feel very happy that I lived in Georgia. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. typically we think of Georgia being kind of more of a little bit of a conservative. Right. Um, though it's changing over here a little bit. But yeah, I was just like, damn. You know, it's not often that somebody's like, hell yeah, I live in Georgia and I'm All happy right. about it. Which I love living here. But when it comes to that kind of stuff, like yeah. we get irritated about not buying alcohol till noon on Sundays, uh-huh. you know, and I think it used to be where you couldn't buy alcohol at all. Right. And then we kind of moved to noon. Right. Over there, they've got all sorts of flavors of those kinds of laws. Certain days, certain days you can't buy, you can buy. But on top of that, if there you were to walk in. certain days or Sunday? Oh, I don't know. I didn't oh, pay attention. Okay. You just drank I, I was just, I was just buying. I had enough beer with me because, I mean, right. we were genuinely we were moving. Just when you were driving? Well, we were going to all five. <laughs> we went to all five of the big national parks in Utah. Uh-huh. So you got to drink. And, well, I mean, after a day of being outside, it was kind of nice to have a couple of beers, you know. But nonetheless, uh, the, the laws were weird. Like, if you and I are in a restaurant, bar, whatever, let's say restaurant because you would think it would be more relaxed. And we decide, and this actually happened. We, I'll just tell you the example. We, my father-in-law and I went into the hotel restaurant. There was a beautiful bar there. We order 
uh, everybody a drink, which is four drinks. My mother-in-law, oh, one for him. I thought you were bought everybody a drink in the no, restaurant. Not the kids. No, no, no. Uh, my wife and me. So four drinks. My mother-in-law and wife were out at the pool because the kids were all in the pool. The pool is right outside the restaurant and the bar. You can sit at the bar on the outside terrace and look at the pool. That's how close it is. Okay. And so I'm like, hey, order this, that, whatever. The guy starts putting the drinks out, and I grab it. And he's like, whoa. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, don't touch it. I'm like, I just ordered that. That's the one I ordered. He's like, I know that. He goes, don't touch that, though. I'm like, okay. So then he goes and gets another whatever he was making and puts it. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, why can't I touch it? He's like, by law, you're not allowed to touch that yet. I'm like, why not? Because I got to give it to you. I'm like, you did just give it to me. He goes, no, but you're not sitting here, right? I'm like, no, we're out by the pool where the kids are. He's like, yeah, I got to bring it to you over there. I'm like, it's fine, I'll take them. He goes, no, you can't take them. Like, I've got to come give them to you there. Is he just be, no, is no, he being he, a dick? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll explain even further. It wasn't him. It was just, that's how stringent these things are. So I'm like, okay, that's uh, fine. Maybe you're a dick. So, well, he, he takes all the things. He's very nice to us. He okay. walked with us back to the pool. And as, before he leaves the room, he's like, oh, crap, wait a minute, I forgot. And we, my father and I, we're both looking at him. He, he puts the tray of drinks down, goes over to one of the refrigerators, climbs up on it, and grabs this box. And in the box is a plethora of different sorts of potato chips. He grabs a bag, throws it on the plate, and walks out. And we're following him. I'm like, what the hell is that about? He's like, you got to order food when you're ordering drinks. So he just gave me a bag of potato chips to get around that stupid rule. And then we go there, and he hands each drink to everybody, opens the bag of potato chips, and hands it to me. I hope he handed them to you one at a time. <laughs> Fed them to me. Fed them to you. <laughs> you know, so, but, I, you know. And I want him to, I want him to, to cool me with a finger. <laughs> <laughs> Feeding me grapes. Um, the next day, <laughs> the next day, we walk into that restaurant to eat dinner, and I had a beer with me from upstairs. Uh-huh. And everybody's looking at me. I thought I was just cool. It turns out, like as soon as we sit down, the server's like, "Sir, I can't have you have that beer here." It was a Pacifico, by the way. I really like Pacificos now. And I was like, "Why not?" He goes, "It's a, it's a beer from outside. We will lose our license if we allow any kind of alcohol from." So I'm like, "Okay," and I just drink the whole thing. And hand her the empty can, and she's like, may I order you, a, can I get you a beer? I'm like, yeah, I'll take one of these. She goes, okay, cool. She goes and gives me another one, but it was the one that she gave me instead of the one I had. And that's, it, it was, that are was they, the, Are they splitting hairs, or is there a damn FBI right there watching? It, it seems to be that the government is that strict. It, you know what I mean? It or the seems local to be, government is that I, strict. I get, I mean, we were in Moab at that time. I mean, you know, it's kind of a, I mean, all those places are... That's relatively nuts. liberal yeah but it was a beautiful uh experience the train's amazing but uh i wouldn't want to live there if i'm sure that sort of attitude um i like you it right the, here per, man no i agree with you I, I love living in the southeast and i've got plenty to say about that but it, how did they respond to you being from georgia did they anyone say you're from georgia no oh. i mean people are from there from all over the world you know we yeah. met uh, norwegians there was a right. lot of norwegians yeah. coming um but yeah we went to all the parks the kids Loved it, except the parks. <laughs> you know what I mean? They didn't like the idea of having to, like, hike and go do this and do that. And, yeah, it's work, you know? Yeah. Uh, the only cool thing is we uh, rappelled down when we That's were cool. In, yeah, when we were in Zion, there was uh, the highest we rappelled down was, like, 75 feet. That's pretty cool. We did that in Costa Rica. You know, never yeah. done it before. Yeah. Uh, That's fine. My five-year-old, uh, Kieran, 
looked he did a down. Backflip. He looked down and just said, "Cool, got it," and just went down it by himself. Fearless. It's kind of a little scary, you know. Yeah. We know that you can't fall because you know what I mean. If right, you dangle, right, you dangle. Yeah. But still, for a kid to there's not something know that, about this scares me. I it was a good opportunity for me to talk to them about, and this is something that I think everybody should really focus on is uh, having your emotional state understand the difference between fear and danger. Right. You know what I mean? And sometimes it overlaps a little bit, but right. oftentimes you're just afraid of something that's yeah. not danger. And it was a good time for me to talk to them about that, you know, yeah. which which I think is healthy. So um, on a closing note, we came back through Vegas. Uh-huh. We saw the Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson show. Oh, wow. Tell me. Dude, I've seen a lot of Cirque du Soleil shows. Uh-huh. I've seen, I see a lot. I've probably seen seven or eight. I've probably seen three. You know, I've, I've seen a good bit of them. Uh-huh. Best one. Best oh, one, shit. I think best I've, one by a long shot, dude. A long shot. Like I don't even want to. Like uh, I, I, you don't get sick of Michael Jackson music dude, after a while. So you would think so. I mean, I like Michael Jackson just like do anybody too. else does, but nobody I, like sits down and listens well, to Michael I'm Jackson. Listen to the album. Right. Well, a this was not. You know, Cirque du Soleil shows the stages in the middle and the audience is all around and there's they should trapeze. do a Beatles. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There is a Beatles. Oh wow, that'd be that. I've seen it. It's oh, good. Really? Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, it's in it's in Vegas, and uh, it's but that's also stages and middles, uh, audiences all around, and so it's they're appealing to a 360 degree audience, right. which takes away from it. You might not see something happening over right. there, but there's trapeze and all that shit. That's normally how they are. This thing was a concert style where the show was on one end. And the whole audience is looking at that. Uh-huh. But the thing was, they had three IMAX size screens, two caddy corner facing you, and one in the middle. So and you watch, you're seeing everything right. Dude, it was insanity. And then on top of that, they had this clear screen in front of those that somehow would light up when they wanted it to. So they could make it look like it was snowing or raining, but you can see through it and still see the people dancing. Oh, wow. With lasers. That's awesome. With people coming down on trapeze. And they mashed up all the Michael Jackson songs. So it's not like you were listening to Just Beat It. You were listening to some, like, drop beat techno version of Beat It. You know what I mean? With people breakdancing all over the place. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was insane. That's awesome. I would go back just to see that. I think and I don't like Vegas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't like Vegas. I don't like going there. Uh, uh. Anyway, I'm done talking about that. Well, that sounds fun, man. Well, that was a good talk, man. I was, uh, I, I, and I'd go back. Uh, I'd go back. Oh, well, and I ran into Gordon Ryan. Oh, that's that, pretty cool. Yeah, that's, I forgot about that. You know, it's so funny. I, th- I think we may have touched on this earlier, but we had, uh, I had seen the, I guess it's an Instagram of him. I'm paraphrasing, but he's on, he's in his car, I guess, and he's saying, I am the very best, and what I say is correct. I, I am the best. Of he, all time, in the world, yeah. in the universe, yeah. no one can argue it. So what I say is right. Okay. Well, Very that day I had been, and guess what? He is the best. Yes, he is. There's an, it's inarguable. Yeah. But that doesn't give him free reign to be a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is just so pompous and just so pompous. I think it's so. So evil Josh and I had been having. We'd had an ongoing dialogue about that. all morning about that, and then pops up 
a picture of you <laughs> and Gordon Ryan that morning, right? We're talking about it. Same time. I was. I told us at the same time. Oh, funny. Right there at the same time, and we were both just blown away because we're having this discussion about Gordon Ryan, <laughs> and then you pop up with a picture, a selfie with you and Gordon Ryan at the out in the desert somewhere, yeah. and I'm like, well, there goes our chance to win the lottery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the chances of that are that's one in a zillion. For people that you know don't what I mean? know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, random on multiple levels, you know. It's Gordon Ryan. Now, people, for people that don't know, if they so let's just say Michael Jordan to NBA, right? Is Gordon Ryan to to what? Jujitsu, nogi jujitsu, right? So, and so, he's about to do a UFC. I think he's thinking about it. Yeah, and maybe I made his day by recognizing him. I don't know. I don't know how popular he is outside of people. Oh my that god, the guy makes a million a million a month. You think so? That's what no, I heard. Now this is hearsay, but right. that's what I heard. Just on uh, videos, and videos. All right, right. Well, I was going to do that, but all my videos with my clothes off, and I never get any money. <laughs> now, I get nothing but arrested. Aren't there platforms for that? Now? <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, <laughs> so you just got to get. I've got a platform. <laughs> I've got some cuffs. <laughs> I've got a rubber gag ball. Still haven't made a dollar. <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, anyway, it was kind of cool. I was That's waking up and accidentally ran into him. Um, okay, cool. What's next? We got. I would like to talk to Jason Fagler. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll do it. We'll, I'll talk to him. You have to get Malcolm in here, too. Quincy. Okay. I would enjoy that. He's a great. Yeah. They're, they're just great people. Right. I can't say enough about them. Right, right. Well, and the folks that wanted to come on here, we need to get them back on. I mean, it's kind of summer's been, we've been on and off and then traveling and all that but let's get yep. them back going you know yeah um what are you doing now i am going back to work to see patients what are you doing now um i'd like to uh, try to get work done and then later today try to go to class oh cool yeah no gi no gi i'm, I'm loving that no gi with that, that uh have you been going uh, i do that with him on the weekends okay okay there is a seminar this weekend. A takedown seminar. Yeah. You want to go? Uh, possibly, but I'm going to uh, to a – it's a private training for ARs and, and uh, pistols training. No shit. You and, going with Josh? Yeah. Where at? Somewhere in Carolina. I know he's into that. Um, I know I just spent $300 on just on ammo. Do you have – what are you going to use? My AR and, a, and my Glock. Okay. I've taken one of those before. It's helpful. I need a holster. I don't have a Glock. A holster for my Glock. Do you have one? Uh, not. I don't have any Glocks. Okay. Uh, right. If you go, well, it's to... sissy's Glock. I'm not gonna act like it's my Glock. I'm just, but that's what they want us to use. I've never really been. Tr- I know how to use a gun. Right. I can shoot a gun. I think I'm everybody military, should do this. But this is actually a legit. Yeah. Combat training. Yes. training, like you would do in combat. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. And it ain't cheap. Right. So, which right. I guess if it's cheap, it'd be, I'd be questionable. But right. This is for real. Right. Um, no, yeah, I think it's evil Josh's idea. I was like, I'm in. Yeah, he yeah. said something about you doing it too. But I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know. You guys just didn't invite me. You know. Well, you know. <laughs> I, I, truthfully, we still got to go out to your land, and that's that's something we do. Have well, to do. I've got to go out there to zero in a rifle anyway. At some point, we need. To, I want to go out there anyway. We'll just go out and mess around. That's fine. Um, I uh, between those two, though, honestly, I'd probably do this takedown seminar anyway. So. Yeah, I think I don't know about my knee, but I need to. Troy's supposed to be great. So. Yeah. So, but do you know for what future, time and when? And I don't. I looked on their website and there was nothing. So, 
I'll okay. find out. But, uh, you know, next time invite me and I'll go. Okay. Uh, and have a great time. And All right. I'll see you. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye.